0: Alright, so bonus round. Let's talk about volunteering for a publisher at a convention, right? Maybe it's an established publisher. You got in with Plaid Hat. So I'm interested to kind of hear the genesis, like how that all worked out. But there's more to it than just showing up. Like there's a whole process. And then not only is there a process, but then there's like certain expectations. Like it's not, oh, you, they just give you a free badge to get in the convention and you hang out at their booth. Like, no, this, this is a job. Like you're volunteering, but it's it's basically a job. And so kind of walk me through, start to finish, of what this looked like. Like how does it... How does a person, first of all, get in to where they're actually helping out, and and then we'll kind of go into what do they do and where we go from there, but first things first, how do you even do this?
1: Uh, so I think I probably got in pretty uniquely because I was a play tester, uh, you know, for Plaid Hat Games before I started demoing their shows, and uh, I was really just a big fan, you know, of Summoner Wars, and I showed up to Gen Con, and... You know, they were really small at that time, and I said, hey, you know, can we just run demos of Summon Wars because we love it so much. And we did that, and then they said, you know what, you can come back next year and, like, do this for us, too. So you were already and at so the show.
0: You, like, showed up at the show and, like, went to their booth.
1: Oh, yeah. I showed up yeah. at the show, and I said, hi, I'm Cody. I'm one of your playtesters, <laughs> you know. And then I got bored by the last day of Gen Con and just showed up and was like, hey – Can we just demo your game, Mm -hmm. you know, for you? And they go, yeah, go right ahead because we're tired after working four days straight at Gen Con, like demoing this game. And so then, yeah, they just invited us back next year, and then we just got to keep coming back and coming back. And it was just really fun. Um, But, yeah, like, if you have a publisher that you really like, I would try and get involved with probably a smaller publisher. Uh, Not really try and go into one of, you know, Fantasy Flight games, um, you know. I wouldn't really try and get into their sphere. I'd try and work with a smaller publisher because they probably need help, yeah. you know. Uh, they probably need help trying to pitch their games and sell them. So if you just can contact them and say, hey, do you have you know volunteer opportunities at shows? I'd love to come demo your game. I really like this game, you know. Uh, I think that's a good way to just to get involved. It never hurts to send an email to someone.
0: Yeah, definitely. And what I've noticed is a lot of publishers, they have like an application process where you go on their website and they'll say, hey, you want to help us at a convention? And they have like an application, you know, kind of like filling out a job application or fill out a form online for a job where you kind of go through, you tell them who you are and why you want to do this because they get a lot of people that just want to to get into the convention for free and that can't be what it is like it, this is a trade right they are trading a free ticket for your work for your hours your time and so it needs to be this kind of mutual uh, thing it can't just be you're you're the only one gaining here and so like if you're a super super introverted this might not be the way to go like you have to be able to talk to people or if you're afraid of germs it might not be the way to go either like you're gonna run into and shake a lot of hands and be in close contact with people for a number of days potentially and so it's just some things to think about
1: yeah, I would definitely bring your own bottle of Purell if you're <laughs> going to demo games at any convention. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, just submitting an application, getting involved. I would only do it if you actually want to interact with people and actually sell this game. You know, uh, I wouldn't do it just for the free ticket. Um, I would do it because you enjoy doing it, you know, and you want to actually promote this product.
0: Yeah, for sure. It really helps. Kind of like in your case, you loved Summoner Wars. And so when you were out there pitching that game and demoing it for people, it wasn't a drag. It wasn't a grind. Well, maybe it became a grind sometimes. But it was something you already enjoyed. And I think that's another thing that helps is when you already like the game or love the game, it kind of helps you do it over and over and over again for a number of days.
1: Yeah, and there's no better feeling than demoing a game to someone and then having them stand up and immediately walk to the front of the booth and buying it right there and seeing them buy it. And that's, you know, that's a great feeling.
0: Now, what would be your kind of tips and tricks or your advice for someone? Let's say they did go through the application process. You know, they're going to help some, some publisher at Gen Con or Origins. Now what? What would you tell them kind of going in? What do they need to pack? What do they need to be aware of? That kind of thing.
1: Uh, I would just uh, be prepared. So a lot of the times these games are brand new. Um, they might be releasing at the show. And you might only have a rule book that gets sent to you. Or, you know, you might learn the game literally the day before the convention. So I would just be prepared to learn that game, you know, the night before, pretty much. Practice, you know, a 30-second intro. You know, say, this is what the game's about. This is what it is. But if you're demoing a game, you really want to get people playing as quickly as possible. You know, if you're trying to demo Scythe, uh, you know, you could sit there for 20 minutes and explain all the rules and everything. Um, But sometimes, you know, and this is really the publisher, you know, you can ask them really what they want. You know, when you pitch their game, but try to just get people involved as quickly as possible, you know, teach them, you know, maybe half the mechanics the first round and then say the second round, you know, you guys really got those down. Let's add these next elements to it, too. You know, the quicker you get people playing the game, the quicker they're going to be engaged, you know, and, you know, the more likely or the less likely they will be to tune you out you know as you're giving an explanation.
0: Yeah that's a great point. The absolute most unfun part of a game is learning the rules and so if you spend the majority of your time at a demo teaching rules that that you're focused on the unfun part and so how can you get to the game part the fun part as quickly as possible. Now have you found that a lot of publishers have like a script that they give you something they've kind of already figured out the best way to teach a game or anything like that?
1: Uh nope I never really got a script you know while I was demoing for Plat Hat um you know, on how to pitch their game Mm -hmm. Uh, or, you know, yeah, how to pitch, how to demo. It was really just something you really acquire it over three to four days of just, you know, demoing the game and just tuning it little by little each time like someone else sits down to play and say, this is what it is. This is, you know, this is what the game's about. This is how you play. You know, you trim sentences, you reword things, you say, "Ah, I could have probably explained that a little bit better. So you get better and better over time.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. Just trial and error.
1: Yeah, and another good element too is to read people. So you know, sometimes you know someone sits down and they might be super serious about win- winning that demo. You know, and maybe you got to try and rein it back. Just try and make it, you know, fun. Try and make it engaging. But know kind of like, you know, who you're demoing the game to, what their expectations are. So I've definitely demoed to people who I know had no intention of buying the game, but they just wanted to fun. They just wanted to try out the game, you know, and see what it was. And it's just you're not really then selling the product you're trying to sell the fun of the product. Mm-hmm. Because they might buy it later on. They just might not buy it right then and there.
0: Yeah. And you're also representing a company. You know, like you're representing someone much bigger something much bigger than yourself. And so like your interaction with that that person that's sitting down at that demo or the person that comes up to the table and is listening to your pitch, like They are assuming that you're part of the company. And so like your interaction with them is gonna say a lot to them about the business, the, the general company as a whole. And so I think it's so important just to realize like your tone of voice, your word choice, like how you interact with people, your breath, like all these different things that you want to make a good impression, not just for yourself, but for the company that is that has you there in their booth that you're wearing their shirt, right? You have their logo on your shirt and you're representing something bigger than yourself.
1: Yeah, and if you're not familiar with the company, maybe you haven't met, you know, the people who actually work for the company, because a lot of these companies are, you know, smaller or the actual employees that are working in the booth, there are only maybe one or two, know who those people are and know what their role is, because you will definitely get people, like you said, that come up to you thinking you work for that company, Mm -hmm. and they say, hey, I'm a graphic artist, you know, or I'm an artist, I'm looking for work, you know, here's my card, you know, you can say, oh, no, just go talk to that guy, you know, he's the guy that will need to answer your question.
0: Yeah, and so. I think that's something to talk to. And, you know, smaller publishers, they got a lot going on. they got a million things going on. There's there's two people that run the company. And so a lot of stuff's going to get missed. And so it kind of sometimes comes down to the, the person they're volunteering to figure out what some of these answers are before the convention starts. Like if someone comes up to you and says, hey, I'm a game designer, I'm a graphic designer, whatever. Uh, I want to tell you about my game. I want to tell you about my, my, my artwork, and I want to work for you. Like, you need to know who to send that person to before you get in that situation. And then you kind of, like, run around like, oh, I don't know, well, I don't know. And... It just makes it look a lot better when you can say, oh, oh yeah, that's Steve. You need to talk to Steve. He'll be back at 3 o'clock. He's here from 3 to 7. Come back by then. I'll take your business card. I'll make sure he gets it. And it just makes you seem professional. It makes the company seem professional. Everybody wins in that scenario. So I kind of go into it thinking, okay, I need to know information more than how to play this game. Because that's not the only thing you're going to be doing. Now, you're going to be talking a lot. Now, would you suggest that someone bring bottles of water or cough drops or things like that?
1: Uh, if the company that you're volunteering for are really nice, you know, like Plaid Hat was, they will get you water, they'll come around and be like, you need water, you need water, you need water, you know. They'll be like, oh, you need lunch, you need lunch, you need lunch, you know. Sometimes it's not like that. Uh, it just depends on, you know, who you're uh, who you're volunteering with. But, yeah, just get to know, like, just know, like, are they going to bring water? Or are they going to bring you water? Or are they going to bring you food? Just try and, like, and then ask questions. Ask them those questions. So, yeah, that, that's really the important thing It's like, just, you know, with a lot of things, it's meeting expectations. Yep. So understand what their expectations are and then try and meet those expectations. Yeah, for sure.
0: And now as far as schedule, this I mean, this is going to change somewhat depending on which company you're working for. But what was your experience as far as how many hours in the booth? Was it all day, one day, and then you kind of had the rest of the time? Or was it like four or five hours a day? Like what did your schedule look like?
1: We usually did shifts, uh, two shifts. Um, so the day would be broken up into two different shifts, and you'd have to essentially do half, uh, half of you know the available shift. So you'd work half the show, the other half you'd have off. Uh, companies do it differently. Sometimes you work the entire show and you get paid for it. Hmm. Um, but that was really my experience.
0: Gotcha. Now, do you know of any other uh, schedules or any other ways that other companies do it?
1: Uh, I know that Asmodee they do. Um, you know, they pay their volunteers. Uh, you do need to work a couple more hours with them, um, but yeah, I can't really comment for a lot of other yeah. publishers.
0: Now, how long was a shift for you?
1: Usually about four hours. Okay, gotcha. So really you're not working that long. from yeah, you're working from about ten to two, and then either from ten to two or two to six.
0: Gotcha. And it was that every day of the show. Yep. Cool, cool. Now, w- did you come in and have to like help them set up the booth and all that, or help them take anything down, or did you just show up and, and demo games?
1: Oh, uh, I definitely showed up and helped set up, helped take down, um, so just be ready for that. You know, Maybe there's certain things that have to be done at the end of a show. Um, I know Essen, you had to take out your trash mm-hmm. every day. Uh, every company had to take out their trash, and if you didn't empty it, you got yelled at. Mm-hmm. So every show is a little bit different, and you might have to do certain things before or after, um, but yeah, I would just I would go in there with the main expectation of demoing games
0: yep. Gotcha, now any other advice you tell somebody who's thinking that this would be something they want to do
1: uh, I would just say if you're interested in the board game industry at all uh, I would say the best thing you can do is get involved with, with a company, and the best way to get involved with a company is to go to one of these shows and, you know, see kind of like what it's like, you know, because you'll get a very first-hand experience of like what You know, they're going through, uh, you know, what it takes to sell a product to people, you know, and what those products look like.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think this is a great way to kind of dip your toe in, so to speak, and learn the industry and get to know people. So much about board games is networking. It's figure, So much about life is about networking, right? But getting to know the people that, that are doing certain things, the movers and the shakers, so to speak, uh, old school term. But to figure out who those people are, build a relationship with them, that they know you. you know, So when you have a question, you can send them an email and say, hey, uh, we met at this show, and, and this is who. And I, oh, yeah, and, and they'll be very glad to help you because they, they already have a relationship. They've already met you. And it's just a great way to kind of get in the, the front door on the ground level of the board gaming industry. Well, Cody, man, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for just the advice, the opinions, the ideas, and a good luck with Dino Dunk here pretty soon coming out, and a good luck with everything else you got going on right
1: now. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me again.